I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Hey, how's it going, guys? Tangents with Toby. Today, what I'm going to do for an episode is it's going to be an absolute random what the hell is he talking about episode. The, one of the reasons is I've noticed there are times where I could go on and on about anything and everything. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that thing a reality. But let me tell you, oh, today was one of those days where I just want to hit the reset button. First though, I left home after the kids were rushing to the bus because they weren't paying attention. Second, cruising, it's like the shell. Look up, $1.579 per liter. It's like, meh, I've seen lower. It is what it is, though. Going downtown, I turn right to go to the post office and the radio station. Look up at Fast Gas. A dollar seventy-five nine, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah, like I'm driving by Esso, and it's a dollar fifty-seven. You know, I've worked in the gas business for almost ten years, and I've never seen anything so ridiculous. I know that when it comes to gas prices. For from city to city, it all depends on the territory. Like, for example, if your territory is the southeast part of Saskatchewan, so um, I, I don't even know. Like, say two hours radius out of Waver. Um, I, I know you guys have absolutely no clue what I'm talking about, but it's a good example. So within those that two-hour radius, so about 200 kilometers, the territory rep for, say, fast gas has to get enough fuel purchased for that area. And they have to make profit for it. So one of the reasons why other communities, like smaller communities, about... 20 minutes outside of a major city like Estevan or Rayburn is a little bit higher. It's not because of the cost of delivery or anything like that. It's basically to offset cheaper stations. So if you had to make $100,000 for a second, I'm not saying that's the actual price. I'm just saying $100,000. And if everybody was at the exact same price, up, um, say four cities everybody's at 25 right 25, 25, 25 25 equals 100 okay so if the one community drops to 20 
another community has to take the hit. So that one goes up to 30. So you got 25, 25, 30, and 20. And that's one of the reasons why some of the other communities are a little bit higher than other ones. But yeah, $1.75 up from $1.57 last night. I really don't understand why they would do that. And FastGas used to be a wonderful company. They were the one of the only gas stations or companies in general that wanted me to run a station for them. Like that would have been my first chance of owning a business. So I knew so much of what to do about it and the inner workings. But now I really don't know the gas enterprise company thing it's just it's mind-boggling i really don't know it's very confusing dollar 75 god damn but here's a really cool thing if you ever go on to google maps and you can actually go buy a gas station click it make it bigger look at the gas price for say uh how many years ago because they'll actually have google maps i don't know about apple but google maps they'll drive around multiple times every like say two three years it was interesting because i took a look seeing gas price here was a dollar 57 but in 2019 it was a different price than 2019 it was a different price like it is really cool what okay here we go what they're what it is okay for example I'm trying to all right so so four years ago in 2018, the gas price at that fast gas was a dollar twenty-one point four a liter. 2015, it was a dollar eleven point nine. 2013, it was a dollar twenty-seven point nine. And here's the kicker: in 2009, it was a dollar three. Like, I love that ability to go back in time to check things. Like, it's awesome. So you could literally go back in time if you're close to a major highway and check the prices of gas to see and compare with today. Like, it's it's fun. That's all I can say. It's freaking fun as hell <laughs> oh then with google maps in 2009 if you go to the shell in Weyburn, you can actually see me washing car windows one of the reasons why you could tell it's me and i can tell you that it was early to mid-summer because my mountain bike was sitting in front of the store and i remember uh, 
what I was wearing because I was basically the only one wearing that particular setup because everybody else was wearing orange shirts with little hit me patches on it. But I was wearing, of course, the blue shirt because that was the promotion with the hit me vest. It, it was so much fun. Ah, the good old days back in the day. Man, things have changed so much. I used to be big into video games. I can't stand playing them. Except the one thing I do have to say is TJ is getting me back into video games just a little bit. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. Because there was a time where I was playing video games like massive, like every day, whatever. I was obsessed with them. Then once TJ came around, I kind of got out of it, did my other things. And I had my reasons why I got out, which I don't want to mention. So for the longest time, it was fine. I was doing my own thing, cell phone, video games. That's about it. Nothing big, nothing strenuous, nothing absolutely awesome. Uh, girlfriend's son, he went, got them a Switch. Everybody started playing that. That was fine. Then all of a sudden, I had thought to myself, well, let's bring out the old Xbox 360. So I got the 360. I got a free TV, hooked the TV up, and I was having fun. I was slowly starting to get back into it because I started playing Saints Row. From there, got... Um, what was it? An Xbox One. Hooked that up to a TV, started to get into it, that screwed up, which kind of pissed me off. Then by then, the big TV that I had was downstairs and I couldn't handle it you know, to bring it back upstairs, so I said, screw it. So the kids have been, you know, playing the Switch, the Xbox One themselves, and I really just haven't got into the groove of playing again, except over the last little while, when I signed up with meshtomedia.ca, I was doing things like um, the show, the show on there. Uh, I did one sport show, which I'm gonna delete. Then what else? I did one, two more, there one other show. Thought, yeah, let's do this. Let's fine. Let's go created a channel which was Tangents Gaming and basically what it was supposed to be was TJ and I playing video games and just having fun. Somebody at Meshed, they actually suggested why don't you do reviews? So I thought, let's do PlayStation 1 game reviews. So that's what that channel has started to become, was PlayStation 1 reviews. Nothing wrong with it. It's actually pretty fun. I've played... What is it? ESPN Extreme Games, uh, Jet Moto 2, and Road Rash Jailbreak. I'm slowly starting to get back into the video game scene like I want to play. The only problem is it's on the computer, and the one thing I hate about the computer with the, all the uh, emulators and the ROMs is there are certain games my computer can't keep up with like we have ps2 ps1 uh, psp as well as like you know 
Super Nintendo 64 stuff like that so you know it's it is what it is it's fun but the last few days there were games I was starting to get back into like for example I was getting back into Midnight Cl Club 3 Dub Edition oh man there's just something about it it it's making me want to go and start purchasing discs for me to play on the actual system itself. On top of that, I want to go out and purchase a PS2 so I could play the PS2 games. But I know I have the Xbox, like the OG. But there's just something about how the controller for the X or the PlayStation controller was back in the day. The more I kind of played the or like the Xbox and PS2, I'm starting to realize how the buttons are set up. For example, on when you're playing Tom Clancy Rainbow Six, three, if you wanted to shoot, you have to hit the right bumper. On the Xbox, you, it's the right trigger. So basically, with the Xbox controller, the triggers are the bumpers, and the black and white are the triggers on the PlayStation 2 controller. It is a little weird, but there's just some... It, it kind of goes back and forth. Like, there's some good on the one, some bad on the other. And I don't know, it's confusing on how that is. And so it's really what I want to do is I want to have the Xbox and the PS2. But the only problem with the PS2 is it doesn't have a hard drive, it needs memory cards. And memory cards are freaking expensive. But with the Xbox, I have more ga saved games and things like that on that one. So if I get the games, I can go back to the original Xbox and play the games that I had. So if I get, like for example, with Midnight Club, I beat it. I think I got 100%. So I can go back on that, race, do whatever, and start over again. Then, it's... If, I don't know, it's just... Mm. But I want the PlayStation because TJ's starting to like the PlayStation. Unless, what I do... You see, this is so confusing. There's one thing I want to do, but I can't because of this. And I can't do this because of this. I guess what it happens is it comes all down to the money. But with Mashed, with what I'm making off my videos, I can actually take that flip it around like a monkey and buy games that I want. And when I went on to DKOldies.com there is a bunch of games that I can pick up for $1.99. And then I can play it. Like, I want to show TJ some of these games that I used to play on the uh, Xbox. Like, with the XSN uh, Studios. Some of their games were some of the best. 
ever. Um, their hockey, absolutely awesome concept. Like for example, the right toggle. You use the, you can use that as pinpoint passing. So if you're set up like a star, you have one person behind the net, two guys in front, two at the point. You can actually pinpoint the passing that you want to do and make out a plan. Which, trust me, I did that with my buddy Dale. He got so pissed off because he got confused. His guy stopped moving because I was making the passes so quick. It, and it also gives you a little bit of time to think. It's like, okay, if I do this and do this and do that. <laughs> or the rally car. That was freaking awesome. When I was up in Melville, uh, Drader came over and I showed him. We go online and he's racing. He's not, you know, not doing too well. But first time, not expecting him to do like that. Awesome, awesome. So he's driving or whatever. It's like, here, give me that. Next race, going and I'm absolutely killing it. I'm in the top three. I'm drifting, going. And you hear one guy going, oh my God, what happened? How's this uh, so-and-so doing so well? Last race, he was absolutely sucking. And I started laughing. It's like, guys, this is a different person. Then even if you go and take a look at my stats, I played it so much and so well that I was up at the top. Like, I was probably top 10. Like, I was just, like I was absolutely awesome with that game. Lynx Golf, best freaking golf game ever created. Hands down, 100%. And yeah, it was that freaking awesome. I... I even tried playing like Tiger Woods Golf and I hated it with a passion. It, I had it and the only reason why I bought it was because of Lynx. But with it, I didn't care for Tiger. It just wasn't my thing and it was more better after. Like, it just, There's just some things that I don't understand. I really don't. I just want to cry. Uh, uh, top Spin Golf? No, Top Spin tennis one of the most weirdest things I ever bought for video game wise but it was one of the best like it was freaking awesome hands down 100% worth it like XSN was way better than EA Sports Microsoft should have kept going it's Microsoft oh hell you know what they should have did XSN Microsoft should have teamed up with ESPN or 2K Sports and created an ultimate uh, company. One of the reasons why... Oh, I guess I can't really say because I haven't played hockey in such a long time. Truthfully, the last game that I sat down and played for multiple hours was probably NHL 12 or NHL 13, I think, from EA. I did play 19, 20, 21... But season-wise, it wasn't, it was probably 2012. And just seeing TJ playing, uh, like, the newer games, I really, there's just something about it that's okay. Oh, hell, just give me NHL 2K5. I'll be set up, I'll be ready to go, and I'll be just booming. That is my game. Despite seeing reviews of NHL 2K3, 
so much better than 2K5, and 2K5 was the top of the line. One of the interesting things is if you pay attention, there are people that said uh, NFL 2K5 was one of the best uh, football games ever created. I went on it, checked it out. Oh my lord, Miss Molly! They spent more time on the NFL than NHL because with the NFL, they actually had a better suite. Um, gameplay it just it was a lot better I guess it was no different than what EA Sports did with NFL and NHL with the NFL they did put so much more time and effort into that three four years later that's when NHL started to catch up but meanwhile NFL is even farther ahead it's just confusing on how things went and how things are freaking going like it just it baffles me to the point that I don't know but I really do want to get more into the retro gaming another thing that I wanted I got to figure out which I might just buy an old VHS cassette record the actual game from say the Xbox into a VCR take the VCR and I'll put it to my computer but the only problem with that situation is I can't get my face synced up with the game. If I do that, then I'd have to take a webcam or something. And, you know, it's just, it is so much more confusing. And I really don't know how to do it. That's one reason why I want to build my channel on Meshed. Build a channel, get more views, get a little better income so I can actually upgrade some of my things. Even if I do upgrade my video side, my audio side is going to get upgraded as well. Because all I need is a little box that I can plug into the computer that will be a video stream with no lag. Because I do have something that you can plug in, but the lag is like two seconds long, which absolutely freaking sucks. So if I can get the no leg, that's gonna be perfect for everything. Then even if Tyler wants to do a show, the video is gonna be upgraded. Then with the sound, I don't think I wanna do a, a mixer, because I've had one of those, and it works to a certain extent. True, I can actually get good sound, but if I can do it on a computer, that's gonna be bigger and better. I'm gonna stick with it, I'm gonna rock with it, I'm gonna absolutely do it. But, if I can find a mixer cheap enough, like the one that I bought for a hundred bucks, at later short it out and go I don't know where I was going with that one. But if I could find another mixer for about a, that price, I'm gonna go for it. I do wanna get a microphone with the boom, so you guys can get 100% better quality, not only as a podcast, but vlog, as well as gaming. Um, I still want to do Coffeepedia, uh, my book. I'm trying to go through it, get more emotions, more description, get more feel when it comes to the actual book itself to make you get pulled in and kind of explore like there's so much more things to do that I feel that 
I need to do it. So it's, I have a lot of things that I want to do. I just need the cash to do it. And I just feel, well, that's kind of weird. Um, So I just feel that the more I can do, the more money I can get, which will benefit everybody else. And there's a few sponsors that I would like to do. Oh, yeah, also I want to get into game streaming, but the only issue with my game streaming is I need an audience to follow it. The one thing I don't understand is you have a bunch of these gamers getting sponsored for their streams, and if you go and take a look at their streams, they're not getting a lot of views. So I don't know what's up with that. Instead of streaming my, or sponsoring my stream, I'd rather have somebody sponsor my video. Because I know for a fact that I can get more views via video than I can actually with my stream. That's my opinion. It could be right, could be wrong. Nobody really knows. Just got to, you know, each, it is what it is. <laughs> so it's it's in the works as well. Another thing that I do want to do is when it comes to uh, my little enterprise that I'm trying to build with video podcast. I do have a um, what is that clothing brand. I'm gonna slowly try getting it going. I do have it. I do have a website with it. So it's going to be interesting to actually see how well it's going to work out. There's a few kinks that I have to get, like put more things on. I have, I should buy samples so I can wear it for more people to actually get obsessed with it to get it going. I do have hope with it. So it's just... Pray to the Lord that it just, it works. So you have video, you have audio, you have clothing. Then there's, oh yeah, a website. That's the next thing that I do want to get. Like um, when, when it comes to the website, I just want it to be centered to host everything. Different links, go here, go there. Doing it that way will absolutely ensure that people can go to the website and everything that you need is right there. One thing about Meshed is it's almost like a paid platform. You don't have to, you just pay your $10 and every time that you watch my videos at the next time when you renew your account, I'll get a certain percent of the share of the thing, 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 you know, the thing, but not really too sure where I was going with that, but with the website, everything is there, I can have all my adventures, oh, heck, even TJ wants a clothing alike, we do have a logo that he's going to use, which he loves, so that's going to be another thing, there might be a senior and junior clothing line. Ooh. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, where'd that guy go? Huh. This is 
probably one of the longest podcasts that I've done in a long time. I'm kind of proud of it. Almost half an hour driving, cruising. At least I get to see how long I actually go for. Plus there was a little bit where... Alright you guys. I think that's going to be about it for today. Half an hour, that's pretty good. Especially when I was talking about anything and everything. Oh man. Monday. I can't release the details of what happened very much. But all I can tell you is on a weirdness scale of 1 to 10, it was a 7. Then all of a sudden, surprisingly, it went to like a 7.5. Like, it was weird as hell. I liked it, but yet I hated it. But yet it was very, very interesting. We can just leave it at that. Uh, Today, also... I want to hit a reset button. Like, seriously. If there's... T- um, uh, I'm getting all these stupid emails and I really don't care about them. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's going to be about about it. Um, or, yeah, I think that's going to be about it. Alright you guys, well, that's going to be about it. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at tensionswithtoby at gmail.com as well as the social media, tensionstoby across the platform. I'm very active on Twitter. Very active. Otherwise, yeah, the other places I really not active. You can get my podcast at sounder.fm or if you want the video version which it's going to be basically this you can head over to mesh.ca sign up make sure you for referral link if uh, people basically with referral just put tangents with Toby it'll help me out it'll help you out and if you use Tensions with Toby as your referral person, you pay $10 for your membership, and you'll also instantly get $5 worth of mesh points, which is 500 mesh points. You can take it, you can donate it. Oh, hell, you can even start up your own video channel, just like YouTube, and instantly get monetized with your first video. No word of a lie. It is 100% true. If you don't believe me, try it for two months and see how far you can go with it. And I can guarantee you, you will make money. All right. Enough is enough. I got a chance. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. 
I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been. <laughs> 3C 